Today on Season 2, Episode 3 of Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show, we're talking Heritage Classic. I filed a report from the road. We're talking about Adam Lowry's suspension and a bunch more topics from around the NHL. We'll talk Dave Babich, our vintage hockey hair player of the week. We got a brand new local legend from Stonewall, Manitoba. Ever heard of it, Tommy? Yes, I have. I'll put on some pants. Yes, Gary Bettman's. And a caress cold call and much, much more. Let's roll the tape. Let's get into it. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Oh, my heavens. What a goal. What a move. Lemieux. Oh, baby. There's a mistake and a throw. A puck by Bridget. A taser from Jonathan Taves is first. Baby, for sure, you are tuned in to Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. I am co-host Tom. I have got with me on my right wing, co-host Randy. How you doing tonight, buddy? Doing great, Tommy. Let's just get some pucks deep here. We'll get her going here. Get some shots on that. Here we go, boys. That's what I like to hear. 150%, just like Phil Esposito likes to give her, eh? Uh, As we learned last episode. So welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, listeners. Uh, We're going to have a really good episode today. We've got a report from the Heritage Classic. I just went to the game on the weekend in Regina, Sask, and uh, a whole lot more. We're going to talk jet stuff. We're going to go around the NHL and our talking hockey hot topics of the week. Um, uh, Well, later in the game, we're going to get into our uh, wearing the pants segment. Um, We're going to have our vintage hockey hair player of the week, who's inspired by Lanny McDonald's appearance at the Heritage Classic. Um, so it's going to be a good mustache, fella. So we got a full show on tap here, yeah, boys and girls. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a doozy. So a full sixty, <laughs> maybe even more if we're lucky. Uh, you know, you do get, do the business here first. We yeah, got to do let's the old drop uh, some business. So um, should we should we crack our beers and do business? Let's do the legit business oh, okay let's, let's give yeah. the shout get out your to... business done before five yeah, o'clock exactly and then you can yeah. get into yeah. the the uh, exactly. happy hour okay so you can find us out on the internet uh we're at www.umfm.com uh go up in the search bar type in talking hockey or go to programs uh program directory click the t talking hockey we're right there so on there you can find our links for our, um, you know, where, like, you can listen right on that website. You can, it'll take you, I think, to the Apple podcast, whatever. Uh, what else we got? We got our, our email. So drop us a line at talkinghockeypodcast. Sorry, talkinghockeypodcast at gmail.com. We got our Twitter. What's the Twitter? At talkinghockeypod. Yeah. And then the Instagram is at Talkin' Hockey Podcast. Put some underscores in there. But I think in Instagram, you just type that. It'll come yeah. up. We, we, we keep them all different just to keep everyone guessing. We're the ones with the really cool logo that says Talkin' Hockey. It looks like the 80s Jets logo with a hockey stick and a beer bottle instead of the plane, I think, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. that's us. Yeah. 
Our, our, Click uh, on that one. Yeah, our good buddy, longtime listener, Chicago Matt, designed that for us. So shout out to that guy. Thank you, Matt. That, Matthew. It's a, it's a looker of a logo. Oh, yeah. I've had compliments. One one day we'll get some t-shirts made or something. Yeah, one of these days. One thing at a time. Sometimes we're on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube yeah, and we're, punch we're a little behind in. on YouTube, but we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. So one we're of the joining things, the revolution. One of the things we need we realize we might need is an intern. And then they can be our producer and be responsible for all that stuff that has to go on. Behind the scenes, they're making it happen. Yeah, so we'll get a kid from uh, technical vocational school and uh, on a work program, and it's going to be beautiful. So with all these uh, social media accounts, yeah. uh, have we had any feedback? Uh, you know, we get sporadic feedback for sure. People let, like the pictures, comment things and stuff. Um uh, digital mailbag wise though, I don't really have Not anything much. for this week. Well, so pe- people, you just got the information, shoot, drop us a line on one of those for sure. three places and we'll, uh, we'll read your question on the air. For sure. So the Instagram, it started kind of as vintage hockey hair and it transitioned to the podcast Instagram. So the whole Instagram is full of like old time hockey hairdos and mustaches and all the rest of it. Hence the segment, um, coming up later in the show. But, uh, yeah, so we're we're big fans of old time hockey stuff like that. So you find cool stuff on the net, just tag us in it at Talking Hockey Podcast or hashtag Vintage Hockey Hair or you know DM, email, all that kind of stuff. Twitter, you know, hit it up on the internet. Get her going. Yeah. So we uh, always do a local beer of the week. So today's local beer of the week is kind of inspired by the Heritage Classic, in that it's called. Falcon Blonde by uh, One Great City Brewing Company. And it's a yellow can with hockey sticks on it. And the Falcon name can be twofold. It's Lake Falcon Lake, which is a beautiful lake in Manitoba. And uh, was that not the team, the name of the Winnipeg team that went to the Olympics? Yeah, they got a little blurb here on the back about right. it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Well, the Falcons were a group of Icelandic immigrants who formed their own hockey team after being excluded from joining others. Despite this prejudice, the majority of the team fought for Canada in World War I and went on to win Canada's first Olympic gold medal in hockey. Yeah. There you go. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I think there's a Canada heritage moment now about it. You remember those little vignettes? Yeah. yeah oh, they, yeah. They made, uh, like... It, most of them are from the 90s, but they 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 made a few more like more recently, and cool. I think they have one about this. Look up uh, One Great City. It uh, looks like their Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is all OGC Brewing Co. 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 Yeah. yeah, so check that out. And they're on Witness, uh, close to, or they're in Madison Square. St. James area. Check Polo it out Park there. Kind of deal. Yeah, it's a good, <clears throat> uh, good spot. That's for sure. They got good beer. And uh, this is the Falcon Blonde, so let's crack these. And... Well, this first shift has been a doozy. I need to get some uh, <laughs> electrolytes in me, yeah. so let's get her going. Yeah. I think we really synchronized our... Uh... Not quite. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's tasty. That is good. I have actually not had this yet. Actually, in an in article that I just read about the Heritage Classic, I'm jumping the gun here, but mm-hmm. it's related to this beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they were talking about the jerseys, like the Jets jerseys that yeah, they okay. used for the first Heritage Classic and the, the one that you just went to. Yeah. I, I guess they also explored doing some Heritage jerseys that were similar to the Falcons jerseys. So kind of with the yellow yeah. 
whatever. That'd they be cool. consider doing that to, when well, they kind of went back into Look, the old. We touched on this last episode, but Team Canada wore yellow jerseys for a minute there. And, yeah, and, based on these jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the can is basically like this golden yellow that I guess the jerseys that they wore mm-hmm. the year that they won the first Olympic gold medal for mm-hmm. Team Canada. Yeah, really good. Good beer. It is good. Uh, 10 IBUs, 5%. You know, it's a crisp American blonde, as they say. You know what I'm finding for beer? You know, we kind of go heavy on the IPAs, I'd say, maybe, in yeah. the summer. Yeah. But now now that it's fall and we're approaching winter, I'm kind of liking, you know, like the ambers or stouts or something. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of... I, maybe well, I, I maybe I need a break from IPAs for yeah, a while because I, I kind of went hard. Uh, I considered getting... Because it's my turn for beers today. And I considered getting something a little more seasonal if you will but uh i wasn't able to get to the fancy beer store in time so the one down there the the cold selection is limited okay well but they actually had like a good a decent selection but um i just went with these because i just saw the logo as well and i this was like is, wow, and there's there, hockey sticks yeah on exactly it. Yeah. there's hockey sticks yeah. on it <laughs> <laughs> and it got me to thinking about the heritage heritage classic all that kind of thing so excellent segue one one little last thing note about our beer of the week here uh one great city brewing co so one great city obviously a riff on the uh title of the song by the weaker thens it was also is, like the city slogan for a long time oh okay yeah. well i didn't know that yeah, so this, when, their when, song is a riff on the city slogan. i think so yeah i okay. think that came first like basically when you would yeah. drive into winnipeg it, it was like say, one great city. now it says heartbeat of america or something not Wait. america why the hell would it say that <laughs> canada's heart beats here something like that i thought it said pucks deep oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> odr's bud um yeah. Well, all right. Well, it's we, good. Good beer. I like your. I like your choice here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Let's move on. To, so, how uh, was the Heritage Classic? Yeah. So, are we? Is it, has the first period started now? Okay. Now it is. I yeah. just wanted to be. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I gotta be formal. Um, Heritage Classic was awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. Uh, I would say a ten out of ten. Um, like there were there were issues, but like. You just sound like a grumpy person saying, or not a what, but like it was like lines. There was a lot okay. of lines. Um, our sight lines from our seats weren't the greatest, but I think that's why they were cheaper. But we were like super close. Yeah, it's just that the the angle we're at the board too low that you can't cor- see. cut us off on this end and stuff. And so yeah, we're too low. But it was a lot of fun. And how uh, was the temperature? Temperature was fine. Like it was chilly. It was minus four maybe zero i don't know somewhere around there but it was snowing there was a bit of wind so it was cold but we were bundled up like i had i had a hoodie and a you know jacket and my jersey on over that and then i had long johns on and i had thick socks on and mitts and a toque and so i was good and my brother had more or less the same except for some reason he didn't have his winter jacket he just had some like smaller jacket <laughs> but he had a scarf and but he was he was colder than me for sure but well the the uh, a lot of the players were saying that the ice conditions were great because yeah. the temperature was perfect yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, uh the ice looked good i mean and and it they sh- had to shovel it off a bunch you know but not as often as i thought they might um like i thought they'd be out every whistle but it it wasn't so that was good but it was, yeah, it was awesome. Like everybody, the crowd was great. Like everybody's in good spirits and stuff. Um, 
let me just bring up my point form bullet list of uh of uh things i was going to mention here about the heritage classic on tv it looked great like mm-hmm. with the with the snow falling and and everything and you know you, 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 there was no, uh, like it wasn't a blowout. The fact that it was yeah, a close game. Yeah, it was game. a tight, close game. Yeah, went yeah. to OT. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kids behind me, there were these two young 20, late teen kids or whatever. And they talked hockey slang a lot. Like all the, all the, like they would say like sellies and whatever. Like yeah. they were very, <laughs> you know, like they, I bet they t- do toe drags and saucer passes all the time. Like the way they were talking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they were, they were, uh, convinced it was going to go to shootout and they were all excited about that. But, uh, anyway, that's besides the point. Shootouts are for the young kids. Yeah, exactly. Right. They wanted to see some dangle snipes and sellies, but, uh, you know, instead you got a two on one, two on one OT winner. Um, uh, but, uh, so some cool things about the heritage classic weekend let's see so the sheepdogs played the first intermission oh cool um and i don't know about you or you guys listening but like i i really like the sheepdogs they're just i don't know like i think some people might find them hokey or whatever but like i dig it like they just sound good i think they're genuine they're they seem to be cool dudes well they're kind of like that classic rock sound exactly right, right? Yeah, like yeah. i, th- I don't think they're really throwing wrong. back because of any other reason than they're just like this is what's natural to us yeah. like you know so uh they killed it you know um and it, it was kind of funny too because it was like the stadium was so bright and then at intermission they turned the lights out for the concert and it was like oh it's dark <laughs> like it was really dark you know but uh, then they, you know, they, the sheepdogs had a cool sign that lit up and some pyro went off and, and they ripped a few songs. And, uh, afterwards, like when the second period started, I saw two or three of them from the band come out and they, they watched the rest of the game, right? Rinkside. Like, nice. Might as well. Up. Yeah, exactly. Use that right? rockstar card. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, that was cool. Um, also like right after O Canada, which ever, like, I think the true North was pretty loud. Oh yeah. I don't know if you saw that part on no, TV, but no. like how I tuned in halfway through the dur- game during anthems at the Bell MTS place here. Everybody obviously yells true North during O Canada and, uh, they did it in Regina there. Um, and it was pretty loud. And then as soon as the anthems ended, there were like these two snowbirds, I guess, like fighter jets or whatever that just like blasted right by the stadium. Like, so like they scraped the roof of the stadium. It was crazy. They might want to get that fixed. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah. So another little fact about the heritage classic weekend and the, the game itself was like, like jerseys. So like, it was kind of like half and half jets and flames fans probably but i saw so many random just like sports jerseys also it was like <laughs> like sports. <what>? <laughs> like, <laughs> like there was like i kind of like three or four steve eiserman red wings jerseys like okay well just hockey like, is it you know at least yeah like a lot of just like this is the hockey jersey yeah. i have you know like a penguins lemieux jersey or whatever like any rough riders jerseys so many rough yeah. rider yeah, jerseys yeah. yeah lots and lots of green so that was kind of cool and i was like whatever that's great whatever and i kind of i didn't like what am i caring about the fact that people are wearing jerseys other than the two teams who are playing i just thought it was kind of funny and i was like oh it's pretty like it's just kind of very Regina because like whatever they're like it's the NHL they came to Regina so like 
hey, that's you got a Penguins Lemieux jersey. Yeah, now's yeah. the time to break it out. Yeah. So I was down. There's no other games here. Yeah, exactly. So that was cool. So you you uh, you filed a report from the road. I did. I did. Um, before we get into that, because we'll play a couple clips. I file. I I got three. I, I filed three separate uh, reports. Okay. Um, so I'd like to play one per period over our show here. And before I get that, one last thing. So we went before the game. We went uh, for supper and a couple pints at uh, a Regina Institution Bushwhackers Brew Pub, the purveyors of fine, fine local craft beer. They've been making craft beer uh, since the 80s. You know, they're like the OGs on the prairies for Saskatchewan for sure anyway. And uh, and their food's, you know, really good. So, But during football season, they always have the, like, the office when the opposition comes to town they have the whatever the tiger cat burger or whatever you know like the some sort of cfl thing or whatever so they did a jets burger and a flames burger and they were gonna they were like tallying them to see who sold more or whatever so me and three other jets fans go to supper there I'm the only one who ordered the Jets burger. The oh, other okay. two ordered flame burgers because they were like, I don't know what had onion rings on it. <laughs> so oh. the, the, the flames one was kind of like a Western like steakhouse style burger with barbecue sauce and onion rings and whatever. It looked good. And the Jets burger was? It was delicious. It was bison. And then it had um, like smoked meat on it. And then it had like sauteed onions and like mustard and like grainy mustard and all this and uh, some sort of cheese. Uh, it's kind of like a smoked meat Reuben type thing wow. on a bison burger. Nice. It's crazy. It was good. I was so full because like we wanted to do hot dog reports or hot dog yeah, reviews yeah. from the stadium. I was too full to even get any food at the stadium. <laughs> so um, anyway, but cool. the want to hear the first report let's check in with tommy from the road here okay okay talking hockey the hockey talking show it's co-host tom here and i'm on the highway regina bound to the heritage classic i'm with uh my co-pilot uh brother john and uh we just stopped in brandon at uh, tim hortons picked up a pack of hockey cards uh and a coffee to go and we got uh, Kale McCarr and Johnny Goudreau and Clayton Keller in the pack. No Jets, um, which is a shame. But there was a Jets gear store parked outside the Timmy's little trailer. So we stopped and got some merch. I bought a Heritage Classic hoodie, looking pretty sharp, feeling, feeling good and looking good. Johnny got a scarf and a toque and a beer koozie, all Jets branded. Uh, so he's ready to go. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the big game tonight. Should be there in a couple hours. Great report there, Tommy. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, number two and number three. Okay, sounds right good. On. One more men- one more thing I'll mention about the Heritage Classic. So on the, ro- on the road up, on the highway there, uh, Jets fans. Like It was like every car on the road, eh? We were all oh, yeah. Jets fans. So it was yeah, like a, a lot con- of waves and stuff. A little convoy going? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, the best one, so we passed uh, RV. And like from behind, I was like, oh, still RV season? Because, you know, it's getting late in the season here or whatever. It's almost winter. And uh, you don't see too many RVs on the road anymore. So <laughs> anyway, we pass it and it's got Jets flags on it and everything. And the guys driving's Jet jersey and everything. So 
we considered just like finding a grid road to pull off onto and parking there and thumbing a ride with the <laughs> RV and then like getting the, somebody getting... to drop us off where we left the car uh, the next day. But we didn't do that. But uh, anyway. Cool. Yeah. Good times. And the good guys won. They came back. Jo- yeah. Josh Morrissey <laughs> with the clapper from the blue yeah, line. Yeah, that was awesome. On top corner there. That was at the end we were sitting at. So oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and then Kyle Connor. Actually, you know, the Jets power play couldn't score in overtime mm. uh they were one for five on the night i believe yeah so more power play issues but they did get 20 percent is the yeah, whatever better than zero percent for but, sure for sure uh, but then my boy kyle connor goes and grabs the puck and just wheels out of the zone and hits brian little for the game winning goal i think pioink hit him with the for with the, the, the break for the first breakout yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and basically nice. those two like, calgary four checkers just got caught way too deep and Kyle Connor just turned the Jets on and he went for it. So, yeah. good game And overall. you know what Brian Little did? He went, went to, to the net. We went to the net with a stick on the ice. Yeah. I, like, there's a reason people say that. Yeah. And he didn't skate past the net. <laughs> yeah. He stopped, stopped at the top the of the crease yeah. and pucks yeah. in the net and he's uh, he's the Heritage Classic hero. Yeah. That was, so, it was great. And then, um, yeah, just lots of great moments. And it was a good game overall. So, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah. It's always nice when uh, the team you go to see, I guess, uh, pulls out the W. Uh, And so um, one of the instances that happened in that game, late second period, uh, like the very end of the second period. Yeah, there was like no time left in the clock. So it was in the far corner from where we were sitting, and uh, Lowry steamrolled. I don't even know if he steamrolled him, but he caught him. From behind. Yeah. Uh, I wa- what's I watched, the guy's name? Little Chuck or something? I don't know. It doesn't really uh, matter. Kylie Chuck? What the f- yeah, I don't know. Can't Anyways, I, I watched the NHL player safety review video. Okay. Have, like, have you ever ever? I've never watched, watched those because I'm so, like, I don't. It's like it's like it's a PowerPoint presentation basically <laughs> from from you know like I don't know if you're like doing a <laughs> in you know like a what do you call it like a I can't think of the word. If you're getting introduced to like, oh, like this is how you do, like, welcome to the workplace. Oh yeah, like an orientation. <laughs> orientation, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just brain brain dead yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's totally like, yeah. Step one: Adam Lowry moves towards the corner. Step two: he... <laughs> Each with a different slide, and then there's like <laughs> yeah. a star wipe between yeah. slides and stuff. Adam Lowry clearly sees that his jersey is facing him, and the whole time his numbers were facing him, or yeah. whatever. It just—it's so—it's so brutal. But mm-hmm. I guess sure, it's a, a hit from behind. Uh, I guess things that they take into accord a for. Uh, for these situations, is if whether or not they've been sus- suspended before, and Lowry and has, has been, been, yeah, for something he pasted high him stuff. pretty good right against the boards. He, there, he did. Um, um, the, I guess the thing is, you, 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 we've all seen worse. Oh uh, yeah, and it goes either unpenalized or not suspended or whatever. Um, I thought maybe a fine would have done enough there, but yeah. He, two, two he, took a, he took it a is pretty good is. run at him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So b- he got called two for boarding. Yeah. So boarding is when a player is a couple feet away from the boards and you hit them. Or is that what that is? Because otherwise, because that could have been a charging because he took more than three strides to him or something like that. Yeah. Charging is like if he would have taken like a, who was that uh, uh, in the playoffs? Like Tory Krug? Tory Krug. Yeah. yeah. Like that That would have been a charging call if I right. was a referee. Yeah. But, but it was playoffs and they don't call penalties. Yeah. <laughs> but this, yeah, I guess 
when when a player is like clear, clearly using force to yeah. push the guy into the boards, and oh. and Lowry clearly did. Like yeah. he he pasted him. Like for sure, that guy. Well, Lowry's a big they're, boy. They're and... still peeling him off the boards. Yeah. Like I think they just took the boards down from the Mosaic Stadium today, and he's still, <laughs> he's still <them>. yeah. <laughs> he uh, he stayed in the game. Yeah. Which is fine. So that's good. Um, I was going to say, I think though, like, you know, as far as what that did, I think that, I think that got the jets fired up. I think it got the boys fired up going into the room. Well, they like killed happening the penalty, right guess, at the right? end. They did kill the penalty. Yeah. Uh, and it, it happened right at the end of the second. And, and, uh, so from our vantage point, it was hard to see exactly what happened. And then all of a sudden there is this big, you know, uh, melee in the corner and everybody's like, uh, picks gra- a partner. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody actually like got in a full fisticuffs scrap. It was more just like horsing around there, but like the, the flames defenseman after, so after Lowry hit the guy, the, fl- uh, I don't know which guy it was, but anyway, one of the flames defensemen there, he gave Lowry, like I watched it on the replay, uh, like yesterday or today or whatever. And he's giving them like cross check, cross check, cross check, slash, and then a and oh, then yeah. a right to the face. They were face. even saying that on the radio. Yeah, that's like we're like, we're expecting like another call here, but it was just Lowry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like the whole like aftermath of the hit was actually way worse, worse than yeah. the actual hit, but whatever. Uh, but so like, you know, after the refs break everything up and they go to the dressing rooms, Lowry was the first one to go off the ice and he came off the exit kind of down by us and he was uh he didn't have his helmet on or anything because it was lost in the corner and whatever and he was just like he was taking he was like he's like fuck yeah <laughs> like, he's just like, i'm going to the room or whatever and then the rest of the team came off after him after that and they, you know like they'd played a, they'd been playing a good game to that point and the only goal that was scored was the BS kind yeah, of high stick. no call on the high stick. Yeah. And Matthew Kachuk knocked it down with his stick well above his shoulders. Yeah. So like, I think the jets were feeling good about the way they were playing. And then that, that hit it's, it's too bad. It was a penalty. It's too bad. It's suspendable. It is what it is, but it got at the, boys the, at the moment yeah. it did the job yeah. and it got the boys fired up. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Adam Lowry actually played his junior hockey in swift current. Oh, did he? Yeah. For the Broncos. Yep. Right on. Yeah. 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 I like him. He's had a tougher points wise. Hasn't really put anything on the board yet, but he's winning face offs and playing all the roles that he's supposed to be, but uh, he's kind of been having mixed bag of wingers. And yeah. well, he kind of got s- stuck on the, uh, what did I call it? The helicopter line? <laughs> <laughs> no wings. When you have no yeah. wings. Yeah. He was yeah. stuck with Latestu and, uh, Bork. Bork. Yeah, and Bork, uh, Latestu's <clears throat> out due to injury, I guess, and Bork is still playing, but, like, he played with Gustafsson and whoever, and they got, like, four minutes of ice time, so... Well, know. I guess that leads us to some coaching discussions. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, let's <laughs> talk about Coach Maurice. First of all, let's talk <clears throat> about he got win number 700 in his career, finally, Uh against which game was that that was the game against the oilers right yeah i think so i don't know 
It just seems like so long ago. It does. Well, they they lost to LA after that, and that's a game that they should have won. Right, and then they won, and that. So the Heritage Classic was number seven hundred one. Seven hundred one, yeah. So whatever, two games before that. Was. Edmonton, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because like they beat Edmonton in such a good game that um, actually when we recorded last episode, that was when they were playing LA. Yeah, and we Which were they like, ended up losing too. We were like come on boys like you got to keep the mojo going here. yeah and they just couldn't couldn't, couldn't. keep it going here. yeah um but yeah the funny thing with maurice 700 wins is i think he's technically the coach with the most losses true it's true <laughs> but, yeah you know we, when you coach a lot that's what tends to happen yeah but uh you know well, seven, you, 700 that's a good number so did you see the after hours yeah, I watched yeah, that. Yeah, so I, that's one of my. F- I, he you said know that too because okay. he was like, he was like, we got the seven hundred wins. He's like, but thank you guys for not saying anything about the losses oh, or, yeah. whatever, or something like he that. He had some good answers, yeah, and then they were they had like that phone in question or whatever about doing the lines, and yeah, he's, like, he's well, like, I'm the boss, I'm the, bo- I'm the, I'm the coach. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. He he gives a good mm-hmm. interview, and uh, he's a an affable guy, but. You yeah. know, some it, it's with well within every fan's right to question what they're doing because we're all we're the fans, and you know that's the way she goes. But um, I think with uh, with the way the Jets are going, I think I'm going to make a statement here that it's going to be like a win one lose one all of, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not uh, it's not unrealistic i suppose um i just feel like there's just not enough there for like to to just start a run i don't know yeah. it just seems like it's you you would build momentum out of after that edmonton win yeah because the way and then it, they just come up so flat against the kings and the way they played edmonton mm-hmm. and then the way they played calgary like that's the way that's going to win them some games they played real nice defensively yeah hellebuck had some wicked saves and he's been great so far and oh, he's been amazing. So you just need the team to play that defensive structure. The goals, you know, like you don't have to win, you know, 6-1 or whatever, or 6-3 or 5, whatever. You know what I mean? You can win games 2-1, 3-2, 3-1, whatever. So, hey, because they, the, they got the guys who can put the puck in the net. So you don't need to... to expose yourself defensively because your opportunities will come offensively. And when they do, you just got to, you got to be able to bury. So the thing is though, like the guys that score those goals, they actually have to be able to play good defense too. So just because, yeah, like line, a Connor Ehlers, whoever, um, as Winnipeg's fire drugs, fire department cruising past. Um, I guess, yeah, you just got to make sure that, the overall team defense is still kind of playing up to snuff, even though yeah. if you can still s- score five goals a game or whatever you're yeah. going to score. But but it's true the <clears> offense <throat> has gone a little cold lately, but well, I think I, that's just kind of luck. I was looking at the, the top scorers in the league, and like, you know, what a, what, a week or two ago, like Patrick Laine and Mark Shifley were, you know, I think tied for fourth or something. Yeah, after the first handful and, of games, and there. now now they're they're they've dropped way down because yeah. they, they haven't been scoring. Line A and Shifley both had an assist in the Heritage Classic. They're both game. tied now with point like thirteen points or something, yeah. which is they're still like I think they're about thirteen games in, so they're still point per game yep. kind of thing. But um, I guess I think maybe twelve because they're six and six now. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, 
before the Heritage Classic game, I guess the boys were throwing around the pigskin out there on the field. <laughs> so what a crazy, crazy thing that was. Just having a good time. Throwing, them, throwing the the ball around with the yeah. boys. And uh, Mason Appleton goes to intercept a toss. Because Andrew Kopp's a big football guy, hey? So... He played high school football. Yeah, in so I bet Cop was out there just like wheeling and dealing, Tom Brady style oh, or yeah. whatever, throwing bombs and chucking bombs. Yeah, yeah. and um, Appleton goes up to pick a INT and comes down on his foot weird, breaks a bone in his foot before the game. So that was Friday, I guess it was. I guess and technically, no, no, that was Saturday. That was the was, it was day Saturday, of the game. Yeah. yeah. He probably wasn't going to be in the lineup anyways because he was scratched last game. Yeah. But sounds like the kid's out for a month or more. Yeah, that's crazy. But I think it was Friday because I got my text from Drager on Friday. Oh. Wasn't it? I thought that was like the when they're like throwing the ball around before the game kind of thing. Yeah, look, I got it on Friday, Friday at 8.43. Oh, okay. I got a text from Darren Drager. Oh, yeah. It was before their practice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mason Appleton's not even in the... He's not even in the team picture. Oh. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. He's in the hospital. He's at the (laughs) ER in Regina. I've been there. It sucks. Well, Mason's (laughs) there, too. I had to go there for my... I broke my uh, wrist one time skateboarding. Oh, not trucking the pigskin around with the boys? No, but it was just as stupid. I was just doing a stupid manual and I, <laughs> whatever and then i fell and karate chopped the concrete broke a bone in my hand well way she goes this, it is the way she goes <laughs> so yeah i guess appleton's out for a month they called up called up logan shaw today i think he's from nova scotia there you go i think yeah so i'm a big shaw guy Big, big shot. Technically, him. he's, well, he's probably going to be eating a lot of popcorn, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he's actually like doing really well in the AHL scoring he points. He did last stuff. year. Yeah. He like he had a lot of yeah. points last good year player. as well. Yeah. Um, I don't, he's a good player. Whether or not he's NHL good, we don't know. So, yeah. I think he, he's just like a warm body. Sure. To, like, sure. For, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to see him get a shot though. Yeah. He, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess they've got three, three games here in a row here in California. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, they're down to uh, uh, Anaheim tomorrow night. Uh, then they're off to San Jose. And then uh, the next night, so a back-to-back, they're in Vegas. Skipping L.A. for some reason. L.A. was just here. But, I mean, you go all the way to California. Why wouldn't you play L.A. when you're there? I well, they got to go back. They'll do another California yeah, I guess tour so. there sometime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, they'll also... When they go play Arizona on the road sometime, they might play L.A. on that leg right. of things. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. Looking looking ahead, it's like I said, the Jets played a great game. They beat Calgary in overtime. Like, you know, great, great third period, great overtime. Uh, I kind of expect them to, I don't know. like Crap for, the bed in Anaheim? First period of Anaheim, it's going to be like, where is everybody? Or yeah. are the boys flying? I have no idea. Yeah. It kind of takes me back to like three years ago where it's like, which Jets team is going to show up tonight? Yeah, exactly. Because the last two years, they've been pretty consistent in knowing what team you're going to get. Now, last year they had some late game breakdowns that lost them some games. and uh, But, you know, whatever. Anyway. But here's I got a I got a uh, Regina connection for Anaheim for you actually. Um, Sam Steele, the oh yeah, the rookie the sniper. The, for the yeah. 
Ducks. Yeah. The Ducks are doing really nice this year. Yeah. Like everybody, I think a lot of people were like, they're garbage. Yeah. But they've been playing well. Um, they got Coach Dallas Eakins. Uh, Former Winnipeg Jet. He of Jet. the hair. He was a Jet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then he coached the Oilers for like a season during Neil, Neil Yakupov's. That's right. Uh, he's a big like fitness guru. Yeah. yeah. So he's been coaching the San Diego Gulls for the last few years in the AHL. And Hanging they, out on the beach. Yeah. And yeah. they are. Yeah. He's doing the chin lifts <laughs> yeah. on the beach or whatever. Maybe playing volleyball with Tom Cruise. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, he's spiking it right in <laughs> Cruise's face too. And then just being like. The Iceman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, Sam Sam Steele, beautiful Sam Steele. Well, He's, wasn't uh, he, like, didn't he light up the World Jays there a couple years yeah, ago? Yeah, well, he got left off the World Jays even, and it was like, why? He's the leading scorer in the WHL. Yeah. Plays for a garbage Pats team. And he's killing, like, he's the only reason the Pats ever win games. And didn't and, his family have, like, some sort of, like, crazy outdoor rink? Oh, like maybe in I'm Regina. Sure. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I don't we'll... know if he's actually from Regina or not. I think I have a feeling he's actually from like BC. Okay. There's some sort of connection. Maybe his billet family or something right. had like a crazy outdoor rink. Okay. We'll get the we'll get the intern to look into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever we get that tech voke intern. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, actually the last thing here on the list um that you got written down here is the old uh healthy scratch. Yeah. Uh, Vili Hainola. I thought Hainola. he would play. Hainola? Uh, Hainola? Hainola. Okay. I believe it is. Hainola. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so if you know Finnish, call us up but and let us know. But Vili <clears throat> Hainola, I'm pretty sure it's Hainola. Okay. He was a healthy scratch in the Heritage Classic, and I really thought that he was going to be in the lineup. I thought he was going to play, but uh, Coach Maurice... For all his 700 win wisdom, decided to put in Potato, Dahlstrom. Uh, I don't even know who else. I mean, the others. Have you, you posted know. that Dahlstrom picture on Vintage Hockey here yet? Yeah, yeah, that okay. was up there before. Yeah. Okay, good, because yeah. that's that's Dahlstrom's claim to fame, right there. There it is, right yeah. there. Uh, yeah, so check it out on uh, Talking Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Um, it's about. Currently, it's about four posts ago, uh, but I'll I'll put up another post or two over uh, over for this show for this episode. Um, but yeah, uh, Carl Dahlstrom, uh, a face only a mother could love. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good there, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. We should probably move on because uh, yeah, we got to keep things going here. We got to get uh, okay. pucks deep. Yeah. All right, so that's the end of the first, and uh, stay tuned for the second period. Wait, wait, right we got to still do the hot topics here. <laughs> oh, buddy, what am I even doing? It's all yeah. good. Yeah, we yeah, call yeah. the timeout here. We'll yeah, yeah timeout in the first. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> hot topics. Yeah, the hot topics of talking hockey. Hot topics of the week. You got to say the whole thing because otherwise it's just hot topics. True. And it's you're thinking the, the, the store clothing at the store. Mall. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to get a Misfits t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anybody know where I can get a sweet Ramones t-shirt? Yeah, um, I do. Like I love the Ramones and the Misfits, but I can't ever wear one of those t-shirts just because you know yeah, it is what it's it is. Done. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so let's use a little bit of a jet segue. Um, Brandon Tanev, former Winnipeg Jet, now Pittsburgh Penguin. Oh, yeah. I think I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the guy that uh, the only forward that's not back from last year, uh, aside from Kevin Hayes, 
Um, and now the Jets lines are just like fucked because there's one guy missing and it's Tanev. But anyway, um, so he just scored against Tampa. Pittsburgh put the boots to Tampa, I think. Yeah. And um, Vasilevsky was in net too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tanev scored a Jim Dandy of a backhand goal. Well, did you see how he like wheeled around the net there and yeah. everything? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's like, who's this guy? Who where did he get those hands? Well, he and the way like, he basically does like a NHL '94 loop from uh, from around the net, and uh, the way that he wheels out from the dot there and comes back, you you kind of think he's gonna go back behind yeah, the net. Yeah. But then he just lifts that thing like short side backhand top corner. It's yeah. Like where? And you think that right before he goes he shoots a backhand you think he's pulling it back to forehand but he he just whoop, flips her backhand right up over the shoulder top uh top shelf there right where grandma keeps the cookies yeah we didn't see that very much with the winnipeg jets we did see him get uh you know get in hard on the forecheck and score yeah. some key goals yeah but never never really one with like some sick mitts no he seems to be fitting in really well in pittsburgh doing all the things he did with the jets but now he's been around, I guess, Gino and Sid, and he's like, oh, well, sick mitts, eh? That's what that... Like, you know what you got to do tomorrow is you got to read this article about Malkin where he's, I guess he's tied up in some legal battles. You no, know, with like the Russian mafia? Something crazy. Oh, he's God. like facing jail time or something. What? Yeah. I just read it today. Oh my yeah. God. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it on the next show. Okay. Yeah. yeah wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Some sort of investing oh boy. gone wrong. Gino. But anyways, next, next epi, we'll Gino. talk about that. We'll get, we'll get her intern, intern to yeah. <laughs> look, that, look up, uh, make a PowerPoint about it for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <we'll laughs> Break it down into yeah. layman's terms for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Brandon Tenev seems to be doing well over in, uh, Pittsburgh and for the listener, Steel City for listener Carter in East St. Paul, uh, he and I have a little wager on um, whether Tanev. or not Tanev is going to score twenty this year with uh, the Pens. It might even be. I might have even stupidly said twenty five. <laughs> I can't. Well, remember. he might get there. We'll have to look into the contract there, but like twenty, yeah, maybe I don't know. We'll see. I'm nervous, <laughs> but I, I like him. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. Yeah. So. So yeah, actually, why do you think? Uh, the absence of Brandon Tanev has thrown off such a, like a yeah, it's hard to discombobulation say. of the Winnipeg Jets lines. It's hard to say. And also, little missing the first handful of games of the season sure didn't help. But with Tanev out, like, I don't know, like him, Lowry, and Cop just... They were just the... They were just a unit, yeah. you know? And TLC, and now they they don't have that, I guess. And they've tried putting Cop Lowry and Roslovic there because Roslovic's speedy like Tanev, but he just and he, where Roslovic's maybe got more softer hands, he just doesn't have that fearlessness that no, Tanev like the, brings. The, what do like, they say? The bull in the china shop. Yeah, like he just yeah. Tanev just like will put his body in any situation to do yeah, whatever he re, needs to. Re, yeah. Yeah, no Ros regard for Ros personal Actually, well-being. Uh, just like you, how you filed some reports from the road. Yeah, I saw uh, Jack file some reports oh, from the road from cool. like the from the Jets Instagram or, or not nice. Instagram uh, Jets TV or something whatever. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But he pronounced his name Roslovich. Really? Yeah. Have we been saying it? <laughs> and not just me and you, like, like everyone. Everyone. Well, he was like, "Hey, it's Jack Roslovich here from Regina or Jack something." Jack Roslovich. I mean, that uh, works. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I don't know, Should maybe we call I, him Roslovich now? I, I was going to like call him like Rosie or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut that whole thing yeah. out and be like, you know what? Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. yeah that's cool. But anyways, uh, yeah, like you would think that he'd make a like an ideal winger for that line. because yeah, he's got the speed. Speed and he's got hands. Can and, finish a bit. But yeah, I guess just... They're getting there, though. I didn't hate that line. I did, like, I liked him with Cop and Lowry. I well, he had a it, couple good chances there. He kind yeah. of flubbed on one and yeah. whatever, but... We'll get, get, get there, yeah. hopefully. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy how that one one guy that is a, a third liner, Tanev, that he can make such an impact on the team he left and now the team he's too, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that... I think people might have been writing the pens off before the season, just saying it's a time of turnover and change and whatever, but like it's the Penguins. Also, I, I think Sidney Crosby is just, he's just getting better. It seems yeah, like. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like he's not going to lead the league in points, no, but he's, but he'll win. He's, he's like, he'll win games. He's Tom Brady in yeah, a way. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the first period here, the clock is running down here. Okay. Or maybe we just took a TV timeout. They scraped the ice. Yeah. We got maybe one or two last things to talk yeah, about, then we got to get to the intermission. Let's move on to the uh, great debate in Trana. It's not, I don't know. They oh, probably, the center of the universe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've okay. probably got a new great debate because it's a new day, but like a couple days ago, Friday, the, the Leafs were playing the San Jose Sharks, the Teal Tigers of the Sea, as I like to call them. They were playing them um, on Friday night. Leafs ended up winning... Um, closer game than the score showed, but excuse well, me. What was um, the score? I think it ended up four one. Okay. Um, but it was it was a one one game essentially. Oh, I guess that was when uh, Patrick Marlowe went back to Toronto. That's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Uh, I think a few tears were shed. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By someone. Yeah. Chris Johnston, Sportsnet reporter. Oh yeah. I don't know. He just yeah, that guy's a. Homer? He's a guy. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> He's a, something else. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is, uh, so there was one play going on there where Matthews was dipsy-doodling through the neutral zone, crossing the blue line, and the, the, the Sharks defenseman Dylan, big fella, just stood Brendan him up. Brendan Dylan, I think. Yeah, yeah. just stood him up. Uh, in my books, that's a beautiful play by a defenseman. And uh, he knocked Matthews on his keister, and Matthews immediately was like, "You can't body check me. I'm a superstar." <laughs> and he like, you know, was pointing at his head and whatever, like at the going at the ref, telling him it was a hot head hit or whatever uh-huh. headshot and all this kind of thing. And it just it made me and and you know, the announcers were like that. They like, just like stopped calling the game <laughs> yeah. and like, just went on about this. Did, did they run down to the ice to make sure oh, he was okay? It was, or what? it was unreal. So I just was like, I was like, it was a body check. Like that was like a perfectly clean, fine body check, a fine defensive play. Like that wasn't some sort of Scott Stevens decapitation move. Like he didn't leave his feet. He didn't like cross check him in the face or whatever. Didn't elbow his jaw. Yeah. He just stood him up. And it's just like the NHL these days, like body checks are rare. Like the Jets defense isn't built to body check no, anymore. No, They missed Dustin Bufflin for that standing a guy up at the blue line thing. They don't have that anymore. Ben Chirot would do it too. Like Troop, you know, like yeah, they just Myers don't too. have that. Yeah, yeah. 
and and it makes me sad a little bit because i miss body checks (laughs) (laughs) open ice ones too yeah Yeah. like and i'm not talking like you're you know the the murderous like like headhunting yeah yeah like i don't like those they're tom wilson's coming across and blindsiding a guy i don't like separating the guy from the puck yeah 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 if a guy's dipsy doodling across the blue line with his head down and you just stand there and knock him on his butt yeah that's good old time hockey and that gets the boys going just like adam lowry did yeah 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 so uh i just thought it was pretty hilarious how uh the sports mainstream sports media handled that one because then there were articles about like oh he's not facing um any discipline discipline yeah Uh, and it's like well like you didn't need to write an article that he's not going to face disciplinary action because like it wasn't it, it, it was yeah. you, you know what i mean like unless a guy's getting a call like lowry got the call from player safety or whatever yeah then you could say oh he's gonna get anyway yeah well how about where how come those reporters aren't writing articles about austin matthews legal situation mm. well because they got to make him look good he's the star oh, oh geez i don't know he's got iphone commercials to shoot <laughs> right, him and mitch yeah. i don't know they gotta go shoot but... selfies in a bathroom somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know like Here's the thing about Matthews. He's got a heck of a shot, and he can be a good player for sure. Won't deny it. But he's getting paid like a like a like a uh, Art Ross Trophy winner, like a Rocket Richard winner. He's getting that kind of money, like a Hart Trophy winner, and he's none of those things. Yeah. And so until gone. he proves it otherwise, he's a floater mm-hmm. in my books. Honestly, like a little bit. I agree with you. Yeah. And maybe uh, with that in mind, we should uh, take a intermissional break here and uh, eat yeah. some orange peels. Now that or orange peels. Now, <laughs> eat some oranges. And <laughs> just zest of orange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that I've pissed off uh, Toronto and all of our uh, oh, good. Ontario listeners. Yeah. We, we're good without those people. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like some of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, coming up next. We are going to hit into the second period. We're going to hear Tommy's second report. He's got, he made three from the road. Yeah. And uh, we're always going to do the vintage hockey here. We got some pants to try on. We've got the caress cold call to make. It's going to be a late one, but hopefully yeah. someone's going to wake up. And uh, local legend. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep her going here. And uh, stay tuned, folks. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> All right, fresh beers for the second period, boys. Yeah, Let's get go. her going. So it is the wearing the pants segment, mm-hmm. and this one, this whole show maybe has a bit of an ongoing heritage classic theme. Okay, cool. So where I'm going to go with this one, and you know, Tommy, I was over at your house the other day. We recorded the episode last week. Yeah. And I saw your laundry hanging up there. Yeah. And I was like, man, you got a lot of Kevin Chavaldale's pants. Yeah, yeah, You need yeah. some other pants. Yeah. So this week I'm kind of going, going, uh, going out to left field maybe a little bit. We're going to... We're going to go try on Gary Bettman's pants. Oh, wow. They okay, might be a so little short for you. He's a real New York guy, so I got to go get New York <laughs> yeah. pants now. See, like Kevin, Kevin Chevy Dayoff and me, like we're, you know, a couple Winnipeg guys who go to the Bay. You get a nice pair of pants, right? 
Now I got to go to New York and get some Bettman pants. Yeah, like probably high end shopping there. Right. Like I don't like know. Like what am I at Zach's on Maybe. Fifth or Macy's or whatever it's called? For sure, you're you're spending like a good a three hundred on a pair of pants. Yeah, oh yeah. boy, that's Manhattan prices, baby. <laughs> um. So, anyways, my question for you: After you, you know, get yourself into a pair of Gary Bettman's pants, and yeah. they're probably going to be like between your knees and your ankles, maybe kind of like a pair of clam diggers <laughs> when i'm like actually wearing his size yeah. <laughs> okay um but my question for you is now that you're wearing gary bettman's pants what are your thoughts on all these outdoor games yeah do you want to keep doing them and you know uh whatever are they getting old are they still cool is there some sort of factor like about them that people like people want to tune in or do you let them go away for a while and mm. then maybe go to the the overseas kind of thing and then bring the outdoor games back? Yeah. Um, I, well, after being there firsthand and obviously seeing a bunch on TV, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'm of the opinion that the NHL can keep doing them, honestly. Like, I, uh, so that, that, that was the, probably the uh, funnest atmosphere at a pro hockey game that I've been to. Um, it was real, it was real fun atmosphere. Um, and like, I've been to, you know, like junior games that were pretty fun. Cause it's like a big group of people. Like I went to a junior a game for like my bachelor party or whatever. Was, and that was pretty fun, <laughs> yeah. but that's not pro hockey. And you know, like whatever, usually pro hockey's at a, at a rink, you know, and it's, you know, it's the whole package or whatever, but like, this was just, it felt like, you know, like the, the gray cup or whatever, like it was kind of fun, but, um, and then a lot of it had to probably do with the neutral location. Um, and almost being halfway right between Calgary and, and, uh, Winnipeg. But, uh, but even before going to one, I've liked them. I like watching them on TV. Like, did I think you go to cool. the Winnipeg one too? No, no I missed okay. that one okay. for some reason or another. I don't know why. I was at that one. Yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Even though there was a big delay because of the sun yeah. and stuff, but yeah. it was still so it was that, still enjoyable. That one they tried to have in the afternoon, mm. and this one they didn't start till 8 p.m. Which is smart. Like, so, it looks so much better underneath, like, the lights. Yeah. 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 So, I think cool. in the future, and, and, and I like the Heritage Classics, which is what they do with the Canadian teams and stuff. And then the Winter Classic is the one on, like, January 1st, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And they have yeah, that yeah, in the yeah. States. Yeah. And then they have the stadium series, which is like the Correct. ones they have down in LA and they're well, doing one in Dallas, Dallas this year. Yeah. I think Dallas is playing Colorado. And that's cool. Yeah. Like that, like I'm, I'm fine with these. I, I know that there's an opinion of, of people who don't like them, but you know what? Like there's uh 82 other or 81 other games of the year you can yeah. watch. Don't watch that one. If you don't like it, like I think for the fans at that location, it's such a cool experience. And so, do you it's think? Fun. It, do you it's think it's fun? Is it more for the people in attendance? Yeah. Compared to the people that are watching at home, I think so. Yeah. So, from your, you know, from your vantage point and from what you saw, do you feel the hockey was any worse or any better, it, or, or the same? No, it was fine. It was yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, just watching the game was harder because of the sight lines, like I mentioned earlier. But that was just kind of our seats. But it was fun. And, like, it's hockey. It's not, you know, 
it's not rocket science. Yeah, like but, the puck goes up the ice, puck comes down yeah. the ice. Like you just. But you didn't feel like you were getting gypped by like them not being able to perform right, to their no, complete. No, Johnny Goudreau had a ba- breakaway like yeah. a minute into the game. Oh, and, he tried to slip a five hole there. Yeah, Bucky yeah. stopped him, yeah. and then you know there were there was all the. Line I had some chances. Like everybody, you know, played well. I thought it was good. It was, and it was fun. Um, so I'm for the outdoor games. Maybe they have gone a little overboard with them in the last however many years. Yeah. Um, you know, they've... But, like, maybe they don't need to do five a year or whatever. Like, but but they can they can certainly do a couple. I like the New Year's Day one. I think that's a good idea. That's one we're not going to see in Canada because the first Heritage Classic they had was up in Edmonton at Commonwealth Stadium. It was the Habs and the Oilers. That was a good one. They had it. Yeah, it was cool. It was was cool. It was very cool. It was quite literally (laughs) very cool because it was like January or whatever. It was Hockey Day in Canada, you know, when when Hockey Night in Canada does the whole day-long thing yeah, like in early february or something something like yeah. that right so it was that and and it was awesome but i think they realized you know what we can't exactly do that in canada because it's too damn cold uh or whatever so they they've pushed them to october which is fine because it's still like it's good right yeah but well you had snow like yeah. you you like there was no it sense looked, of, it looked awesome yeah on t- for yeah. sure like being there it looked awesome and i'm sure on tv it looked awesome. with, with that snow falling and those lights shining like yeah. it's it, it made for good tv and yeah so the, the, the key thing is like just making sure that like the hockey is still professional hockey or whatever you for know, sure like, yeah you don't want to but i mean like we just mentioned before with the matthews talk uh and eh, nobody body checks anymore anyway so yeah it's pond hockey just pucks deep yeah okay so let's do this we are gonna do the caress cold call here it's a bit late on a monday night yeah. i'm kind of having a hesitation here tommy i don't know what if going, i want to if going, i want to phone some players here that have kids you're gonna <laughs> okay yeah uh all right i don't know i'm i say stick with the stick list stick with the plan okay i don't know Okay, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going for it here. Yeah. Okay. I hope I hope it doesn't backfire. Oops. <laughs> I hope I don't get banned from the team WhatsApp. Yeah. So so listeners, um Okay, is here we're we go. recording Monday night. Okay. And it's you know. It's yeah. late. It's 10:15 on a Monday. Yeah. We'll find out if the answers. I don't know. I, this doesn't seem good. Hello? Oh, Aaron. How's it going? Hey. It's Randy. How's it going? Good, man. I don't, I don't want to take you too much of your time, but you're currently live on Talking Hockey. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey. <laughs> we, we were hesitant whether or not to call you because oh, of the time. Because of the time. Okay, so we won't yeah. we won't take too much of your time here, but I just got uh, Tom to try on a pair of Gary Bettman's pants, and <laughs> and the, and the and the question I had for Tommy was, what's the deal with all these outdoor games? Should they keep going or should you stop them and maybe let let them go away for a while and maybe try some overseas games, try something new, or should you kind of keep going with the outdoor game and kind of keep keep that whole hockey nostalgia going with uh, playing underneath the stars like that. What, what are your thoughts? Well, the players love it. The fans love it. 
Uh, I think it's bringing hockey back to uh, its roots. I think everybody who who uh, plays hockey would rather be playing outside. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it look it looks good and it's fun. Like, what's wrong with that, right? Like, it just oh. yeah. I, that game on the weekend looked amazing on TV. Yeah, yeah, it was it. I, I agree. It, it looks good. Like, and, and and all the post-game interviews, the players were saying how much fun it was and everything, right? So, Every single player. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so you gotta keep it going. You keep it going. Yeah. And oh yeah. And so for 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 you, um, you know, you know, a father or two, like you, you're you're playing hockey on the outdoors a, a lot of the time. Is that something that your kids are are kind of getting like? Did they watch the game on the weekend and and uh, did they kind of get a little extra out of it because it was outdoors? They yeah they stayed up extra late just to watch that one <laughs> because well, it was outdoors. Yeah, and one of his boys is a Flames fan too, no less. Maybe both well, of them. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than that Jets Flames game in our house. So <laughs> that's extra incentive. That's awesome. Right on, Aaron. Well, thanks for taking the time and answering the phone. We won't uh, take up more of your evening here, but we'll we'll see you soon at the rink. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll have a parting <laughs> gift for you at the rink. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Get right on. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Right on. So that was Aaron Levere from Crest of Steel. Yeah. He uh, He's a winger. Just number 12. Number 12. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Chris Colco. I think he generally plays right wing as well. So Yeah, we're usually t- taking each other off the ice. Yeah. Quick yeah. shifts, boys. Puck Steve, quick shifts. <laughs> Get her deep. That's awesome. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with what Aaron was saying for sure because that was kind of what I'm saying. But, like, yeah, no, he summed it up real nicely there that um, the players love it. The fans love it. Why wouldn't you? Keep her going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And it's probably making the league some money, right? I don't know. I'm sure they're... Hand over fist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those jerseys and stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe it's time for Tommy's report number two. Yeah, roll the tape. Co-host Tom here of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, and uh, we're live in Regina at the Heritage Classic. We're just about to head into the stadium. It's uh, quarter after seven. Game time is eight o'clock, and uh, yeah, it's looking like a doozy. Uh, the general survey around town is that it's fifty-fifty Jets and Flames fans, maybe. Maybe 60-40 Flames to Jets fans. It's it's hard to say. But, uh, you know, uh, we're here checking things out. And we'll report back in a couple uh, couple bits here about uh, hot dogs. We might do a hot dog review. Great report there from the road, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know we had the budget in the show to send you on the road like well, that. Well, you know, it takes a big team. and uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, to me, the cost is worth it just to keep sports journalism uh, true. You true, know? yeah. Next time we'll get the intern to drive you out there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't wait till we get this intern, to be honest with you. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, no, that's so clip two I was talking about. Uh, there was still great hope to do the hot dog review, even though at that point I knew I was so full of like Jets burger and, uh, but you know, so here's the thing. So during one of the intermissions, I went and stood in line to go pee, which was the craziest bathroom line I've ever seen. It was insane. Yeah. And, uh, my brother went and he got a hot dog. And like by the time we saw each other again, his hot dog was long gone, and I um, was just coming out of no, 
I didn't see him until we got back to our seats, like a minute into the period or whatever. Anyway, um, uh, so we didn't do a hot dog review. Well, but we, what we wanted to do because John's got the uh, Heritage Classic uh, Jets jersey, the white one. Yeah, yeah. He's got the Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, oh, Nikki uh, jersey. But his first day he got it, He's he got a jet dog at the hockey game we were at, and then he got mustard all over the sleeve. So we were going to do a comparison to the Jets dog, because oh, okay. it's a famous hot dog at the Bell MTS place. Have you ever had it? Yeah, ever oh yeah. Yeah, dog? but like, so does, does Saskatchewan have a no. similar... No, it was just like a... Like a dog. Oh, just a regular dog. Yeah, okay. wasn't a jet Speaking dog. of hot dogs, Skinner's is leaving the Forks. I heard this. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's some sort of a shady business. I think. I, like, not Skinner's, but that, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It seems like, weird. You kind of need some uh, hot dogs and french fries and right? protein at the, at the Forks. Not there. everything can be foie gras or exactly, whatever. Yeah. Like, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. My take on hot dogs. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, great report. We got one more to come. Yeah. We'll roll that closer to the end of the show. Sure. But we got some other business here to take care of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are we at? Well, I think we got a we got a Lanny McDonald slash Dave Babich kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we're coming up to our vintage hockey here. Isn't that where we're going Legends here? Legends of the Week, yeah. Basically, second period's over is what's happening right now. Yeah, oh, the, the the whistle just went. I think Adam ha- Lowry just hit. I know. <laughs> like, I'm too worked up in the scrum in the corner here to know what's going on. So you're you're yeah. heading off. I'm still yeah. on the ice. So okay. I'm still just picking up your helmet and your yeah. gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now Thank it's you. over. You're yeah. a good teammate. <laughs> <laughs> you already dug into the oranges. Yeah. So here we go. Third period. We're back. Sounds good. Um, oh, we're gonna roll the music. For oh, the oh yeah, period? shit, we got music oh, here. Let's do yeah, music. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's roll it here. Any new listeners of the show, you make sure you go onto the old YouTubes and you check out the highlight from that Dave Ellett goal because that is a classic goal in Jets history. Yeah, that was a playoff goal uh, to tie... No, they won that game, that the, okay. and then they ended up losing the series 4-3 to right. Edmonton, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they were up 3-1 in the series, and just yeah. like all my growing up near Winnipeg, watching the Jets <laughs> blow those, those series against Calgary Classic and, and Edmonton. 80s, yeah. So lately, it's been nice to see the Jets pick up wins against the Oilers and the, and the Flames, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I saw a lot of games where they lost, where they so here yeah. we go. Yeah, so, excuse me, yeah. Uh, just sipping on my uh, b- local craft beer of the week here, the One Great City uh, Brewing Co. Falcon Blonde, and uh, yeah, it's pretty delicious. So. Actually, before you move forward here, we haven't teased the end of our show where we're going to pull out the old hockey card Ooh, war again. yes. We have a French pack of pro set hockey cards from 1993-ish, ish. It's the 75th... Oh, 91-92, it says right on there. <laughs> yeah. What am I, an idiot? Um, I just I just saw the 75th NHL anniversary logo. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, that was 93. 
Well, I guess you probably would have had the cards in 93. Right. But um, anyways. They're from the year before. um, So what we're doing is like we're going to kind of rotate from episode to episode where we'll play hockey card more. Play a little fun game. And then we'll do the YouTube challenge where Tommy plays a clip and I have to try and guess what the outcome was. what's going on with the clip, yeah. Last week was the Phil Esposito classic clip from the Canada Cup or Summit Series in 1972. Such an iconic moment in in the history of hockey. So that that clip from Phil Esposito was after the game in Vancouver, which was the fourth game, and uh, Canada lost that game. So they they played four games in Canada. One of them was in Winnipeg. The one in Winnipeg ended in a tie. Tie. Yeah, it was a four four <laughs> tie. They those, lost. Those, those... So they lost two, one one, and tied one. Yeah. So they left Canada. Not in great shape. No, they were one, two, and one. Yeah. So then they had to go back. They had to go to uh, yeah. Russia and try and uh, yeah. So Phil Esposito gave this speech to rally everyone, tell everyone, you know, we're given one hundred and fifty percent. Quit booing us. Anyway, so this week though, we're not going to do that clip. We're gonna or that clip. We're not going to do the clip game. We're going to do hockey, hockey card, card war. Yeah. So that'll that'll be coming up. In just a little bit, but first we got to talk about Dave Babich and how he is a legend of the mustacular variety. <laughs> well, technically he's a local legend too, so you got a oh, twofer yeah. here. Well, uh, let's check his hockey database here. He's actually born in Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, I thought he was but born he in But he played for the Jets. Uh, he also he played... He just lives here now, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Him and his brother, I think, live around here? Wayne, yeah. Yeah. Dave was a solid defenseman who played 1,195 games in the NHL. I think he was kind of known as a stay-at-home defenseman, but he, I mean, he racked up some points. He has good point totals, uh, 723 career points in in almost uh, 1,200 games. So not too shabby at all. But yeah, spread out over which teams? So uh, Winnipeg. That was who he started his career with. The Jets drafted him second overall in 1980. Wow, the year I was born. Yeah, he was. So you were you were just getting born, and Dave Babich <laughs> was putting on the Jets jersey for <laughs> the first go. time. Um, Synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then in 85-86, after well, you know six seven years with the Jets, he went over to Hartford. The played whale. for the whale, and I, I remember him a lot as a whaler because of hockey cards, essentially. Yeah. And yeah, he played about six, seven years there, and then Vancouver, which I also very fondly oh, yeah. recall him as a Vancouver in the nineties. He was a huge part of exactly. that Canucks team exactly. that would always beat the Jets in the yeah. playoffs and the, the finals against the Rangers there that year that they lost in seven. Yeah. Kirk so, McLean was yeah, in that. Yeah, Dave Babich was a big part of that decor. And yeah, so he played, you know, six, seven years in, in Vancouver. Finished off his career with a little bit of time in Philadelphia and Los Angeles. Um, Jeez. But, uh, That's a tour you know, duty. not too many games down in either of those two places. He was uh, maybe just feeling aged and, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and done, you know what I mean? But, no, uh, Babich was one of those guys. So he was always like, he's for those who don't know, he's got a fantastic mustache. It's like takes up half his face. So <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of why he's the vintage hockey hair player of the week. 
it inspired me because when I was at the Heritage Classic, Lanny McDonald, they brought out Lanny McDonald and Thomas Steen. Oh, yeah. Two like alumni guys or whatever. Actually, they didn't have an alumni game. I was wondering yeah. about that because uh, I didn't hear anything about it. No, because Timu, like we talked about that last episode, and yeah. Timu Slani was here in yeah. Winnipeg doing his book release, right? I, yeah. Yeah. I heard, uh, I, 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 I didn't hear anything about it, and that's disappointing. I wonder why they didn't do an alumni game. Anyways. But it was... So Lanny came out with Thomas Dean. Yeah, they they came out, and everybody gave him a great big round of applause, and and I was just looking at Lanny on the big video scoreboard (laughs) there, and I was like, look at that mustache. (laughs) It got me to thinking about some of the other great mustaches of of his era, and... uh, and one of my favorites of all time was Dave Babbage, the defenseman. He wore number 44, I think for Vancouver, maybe. Um, Seems right, yeah. He wore some different numbers, but I think... I, I, I think either, either 4 or 44. Yeah, I yeah. kind of remember him as a 44. Yeah. And so I had a table hockey game when I was growing up. Wayne Gretzky's overtime table I hockey. I still have that one. I, I, I gifted mine after like 25 years or whatever to... Uh, to an ex's ne- uh, nephew, um, I, I regret nothing. Like he made, he had like good times with that thing, right? And we yeah. had some good games and everything. Like so that it went to a good home. But um, you know, I, I miss it as well. <laughs> like, well, I still have mine, so I'll, I'll break it out okay. for a sp- well, special episode of uh, talking hockey here. Yeah, but. So you know how you get all the different teams yeah. or whatever. So I had the Canucks as one of my teams because I used to love the Canucks and stuff. And and uh, one of the players during a heated game between my brother and I, I'm pretty sure, uh, got his head taken off by a puck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what I used to do was write on the back of the players, I used to put little pieces of masking tape and write their name and number and everything. It was Dave Babbage who got his head taken off. Oh, geez. So he became known to me forever and still to this day as headless Dave Babbage. Because <laughs> he's just, you know, that whatever. So whenever I think of Dave Babbage, I think headless Dave Babbage. But so he was he was just like an icon on the blue line for a few cities, you know, like Winnipeg, Hartford, Vancouver. Like I think if you talk to fans of any of those teams from like the 80s and 90s they'll they'll have nothing oh, yeah. but glowing things to say about mainstay Babbage. on the blue line we yeah. might even find his hockey card in this pack here we might yeah because actually holy moly i'm super excited <laughs> now about that i just want to tell you about his uh career high in goals and and points in and one stuff. season or, yeah so or, like do you want to know his some of his stats well, what was the best season yeah. most goals well, his best season points-wise, okay, so most goals, his best season was his second season in the league with the Jets. He had 19. Oh, he almost had 20 as just a blue about, liner. Yeah, just scratching at the door of 20. But he had double-digit goals for one, two, three, four, five, six years of his career. And like, he played you know, a lot of years. But uh, yeah, earlier in his year, he put up some points. He scored some goals and stuff. And... Um, his best season points-wise was uh, third year in the league with the Jets again. He scored 74 points in 79 games. Wow, almost a which, PPG. Yeah, you don't really, like, you, I don't think of Dave as, as a that kind of defenseman. But back then, like, you could score points like they were going on a style. So in 82-83, that was. So who's he feeding it to? Dale Howarchuk. Was Ducky around then? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, so he's just sending passes. Just up, up the middle, ice. yeah. Yeah, he had 13 goals, 61 assists. He was only in the sin bin 56 minutes that year. Wow. Like, that's a, f- a gentlemanly defenseman. A full 80 games there or what? 79. Oh. Which I think they only used to play 79. Maybe, yeah. Or did they play 80? It was 80 for a while. Yeah. That's, that's kind of before I remember. Yeah. Anyway. Now they got 82. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, and then he kind of leveled off in the numbers there. But, like, never was a big penalty guy. Like, his highest penalty minutes was 92 in his second year when he also had his highest goal totals at 19 there. So, second year, he was a young hothead there. How, how about, uh, <laughs> like, career totals? So, he had, uh, yeah. game games, goals, okay. career, assists, and points. Career NHL, 1,195 games, 142 goals, 581 assists, 723 points, and 970 PIMS. So he had more points than PIMS? No. No? No. 723 points, 970 PIMS. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, yeah. But, uh... Crazy. For a defenseman, hey, those are good numbers. And, uh... You know, he played in 115, 114 playoff games, 62 points. So, uh, did he ever win a cup? No. The closest he came was Vancouver when they went to game seven against the New York Rangers and Mark Messier, John Van Beesbrook, Adam Graves. Mike Richter. Mike Richter. Yeah, it was Richter, not Van Beesbrook. Brian Leach. Brian Leach. Uh, Beezer probably would have been the backup. Was he? Yeah. 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 Um, Essa Tikkanen? Essa was on that team? Was he? I don't, I don't know. know. He went to Rangers at one point. Oh. Yeah. He might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool. too bad for Dave he didn't get a cup because... But he, it, got, he got a lot of points. Like, that's a quite the career. Yeah. Like, over he never a won a games. Norris. Nothing like that. But, like, his mustache exemplified leadership on the ice. And I don't think he even needed to wear a letter on his sweater. He might have had an A or something. I don't think he was ever a captain. No, I'm sure he was an assistant at one point. Yeah, but like that's the kind of guy, man. Ugh, I just miss players like that. Well, would would you almost put like Babbage and like Bufflin in a like similar, as a similar types of like guy? personality? Yeah, you like know? they just seem like big personalities, fun guys. Yeah, and like to have a couple. And pops good, with the good, boys good d guys yeah. yeah 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 i would sure yeah. yeah there you go yeah i shook his brother wayne's hand once and i was like i just shook him babbage mitt yeah <laughs> i actually i played hockey against wayne babbage a couple yeah. years ago nice and he's not even the good babbage yeah no offense to wayne but <laughs> yeah, dave, exactly. dave, dave dave had a longer the, career dave was the good babbage yeah. the way that wayne could feed people pucks it's like wow this mm. guy clearly played pro and yeah. i'm learned to think a or two from his bro or yeah. whatever yeah who's the older one do you know i would uh, off the top of my head i don't know think wayne would be okay but that's just, that's just like guessing. the younger brother better looking more talented speaking of which uh the the hockey book that I was telling our team about yeah the the Sean Pronger book yeah yeah um it's like basically the career of a fourth liner and that's kind of the same situation Sean Pronger Sean Pronger was the older brother to, Chris to obviously Chris, yeah. went on to have like a storied career Great success uh you know multiple teams awards and yeah. all that Sean kind of just floated around on fourth lines and up and down from, from the AHL and up and up. And uh, it's a great book. I think like that's a book that 
eventually needs to be optioned into a movie because it's such It'd a great make story. A good picture. Yeah. 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 I like it. But anyways, great pick for the vintage yeah, hockey. The vintage hair. hockey hair player of the week. Go to our Instagram, Talking Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Um, and scroll your way through because there's a few Babbage picks in you know from Prior. back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll post a new one for sure. And, Get her going. Uh, you know some other stuff. So last week I posted some of those picks that you put up uh, or that you took at the Hockey Hall of Fame. So maybe I'll post some Heritage Heritage Classic Good picks call. Uh, Good call. for this for this week and stuff. So yeah, check it out uh, at talking underscore hockey underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, just go to the search thing and type it, whatever. So we have the local legend to come. We have Tommy's last report from the road, and we also have Hockey Card War. Yeah, the post-game report. You got the drive in there and the pre-game and then Post. the post-game report. Okay, so coming. we're going to jump right into the uh, local legend here. Who you got? This this week. Oh, wait, from Stonewall, we heard that in, yeah. the, in the cold I, I, open. I had to, I had to go right, <laughs> right to the source of my hockey playing yeah, we're career. We're talking real local legend. Now. So, uh, Derek Laxdahl. Maybe you haven't heard of him, but maybe once I have gone through some of this, you might mm. be like, "Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. have seen that guy on TV before." Right. So, anyways, Derek was born and raised in Stonewall, Manitoba. ROC two Z zero. Postal code. If you ever want to send a mail, <laughs> if you ever want to put some post in the mail, throw or throw a hockey card into a letter into an envelope uh, and send yeah. it to Stonewall. In '84, he was drafted by the Leafs in the eighth round, 151st overall. So yeah. you know he got drafted. A later pick. Yeah, he played 67 games in the show, split between the, Leafs, the Leafs and the Islanders. Yeah. His NHL totals. He only played 67 games in the in the in the show. That's about 67 more than uh, you or I have totally, ever played. Totally, yeah. Add up our games and uh, look at his, and he wins. Uh, 12 goals, seven assists, 19 points, 88 pims. So more pims than games. Out of boy, Derek. Yeah. Uh, playoff totals: one game played with two apples. So uh, why didn't you play him more games if you had two <laughs> points? Um, so in was a, he? A, a knuckle chucker? Well, no, like he only had 88 pims in 67 games. So, yeah, not, but I, if he was like 120 pims, then you could say, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, in an almost 20 year career, he scored points at every level, including a successful four year stint in the UK between 95 96 and 98 99, where he played for the Humberside Hawks the Nottingham Panthers, and the Sheffield Steelers. Hmm. By the way, our intern didn't get this information for us. It was Wikipedia. Oh, our pals over at Wikipedia just down the street there. Yeah. Um, The Nottingham... What? The Nottingham Panthers. Why wouldn't they be the Knights? The Nottingham Knights. Like That's a major Because that's fail. like uh, Robin Hood, Sheriff of Nottingham, all that kind of stuff. Well... Missed opportunity Let's make there, a phone call UKHL. here. It's only uh, <laughs> 7 in the morning in the UK right now. Let's okay, give well, him a call. We'll give the GM a call. And <laughs> Chris <say>, Cold <laughs> call here. Um, so currently he's the coach of the Texas Stars in the AHL, so basically the Dallas Stars affiliate. Okay. He's been there since 2014. Um, previous to his stint in Texas, he was the coach of the uh, Oil Edmonton Oil Kings in the WHL. And also the ECHL Idaho Steelheads. Yeah. 
Uh, in 2007, he was the coach of the year in the ECHL. Oh, wow. He led the Steelheads to the championship in the 06-07 season. Uh, I'm guessing they didn't win because he would have so, said they would have won. Right. Uh, and in for the Oil Kings, he led them to WHL titles in 12-14, and they won the Memorial Cup in... 2014 wow so he kind of turned pro after that like he went i mean like he's getting paid to coach the oil kings yeah and then but, and then he would have got his dallas or his texas stars pro leagues yeah after, after that. that and then he his last little mm-hmm. bit of knowledge here for the folks at home there he's the first coach in the history of the whl to have three 50 win seasons in a row that's crazy and they what, only can, play like 72 games yeah. 76 games. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also because junior hockey, the CHL, often uh, programs kind of go in cycles. So you'll have like two really good years in a row and then, then maybe you lose a, your players. Bat- yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, but some programs are really good at keeping the cupboards stocked, if you will. But um, yeah, no, that's interesting. Uh, what, what year, like time era was that WHL? Like, well, he would have been uh, early, like just like 12, 12, couple, 14, oh, so like, 12, 13, yeah, like 14. Just yeah. a few years ago. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, then, and then basically after winning the Memorial cup with the oil Kings, the next season, he would have been the coach of the Texas stars. Okay. So one might say he's on the up and up. He's, I'm sure he's going to get his taste of coaching in the NHL. Right. So he's following the uh, Dallas Eakins or whoever's of the world. He might not play volleyball on the beach with Tom Cruise. But... <laughs> well, down in Dallas, I'm sure they've got some beach volleyball. Maybe. Well, maybe he spends his summers in Stonewall there and goes and checks That's out the court. That's true. He's up at the Kiwanis <laughs> campground and just, just yeah, chilling. Chucking the pigskin around with the boys. <laughs> Watch out for those <laughs> foot bones because you don't want to break one of those just having a good time. Don't throw a long Stick bomb to something to... like bocce ball maybe. Yeah. It's a little safer. If but... Mason Appleton's there, don't throw him a pass. Yeah. Um, so maybe I, cool. th- time so, for your last little report from the road here yeah, and then we'll Derek, get into some hockey card. Derek Laxdahl. What? Yeah. Laxdahl? Laxdahl. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, last report in Hockey Card War. Yeah, let's check it out. Uh, roll the tape. Co-host Tom here from Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, uh, reporting from uh, the Heritage Classic post-game. The Winnipeg Jets pulled off a 2-1 overtime victory. I'll tell you, she was windy. She was snowy. It was a blustery good time. Uh, the fans were in good spirits all around for the most part. I'll tell you, though, some of those Calgary fans are poor sports, sore losers, if you will. But, no, uh, mostly pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Ivy the dog just sniffed my ear. Hey there, buddy. Um, anyway, signing off for tonight. Uh, take her easy, and if she's easy, take her twice. Keep her stick on the ice. Here we go now. <laughs> Oh, great report there, Tommy. Very professional. Make sure you uh, collect your receipts and submit those to accounting to yes. get reimbursed for your yes, trip. Yes, for sure. Uh, what are they paying for gas mileage these days? Uh, uh, minus yeah. 18 cents, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that report was filed at about, I don't know, 1 a.m. probably. Uh, it was getting late. So you were so. you're already sleeping for like three hours and you woke up? That's right. I had to get up in the middle of the night to file the report. Uh, you know deadlines, how they are. So you just kind of live with it. But um, yeah, no, that well, was... Uh, that sounds was a, like a great experience there. And uh, you yeah. got to see a big win for the boys. And yeah. 
a little dog, I guess, kind of came in. Yeah, my friend Matt got a dog, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago now named Ivy, and she's some sweet. She's... uh, a little German Shepherd mix and real nice dog, and she gave me she gave me a little <laughs> lick in the ear as I was uh, throwing down that little spot there. So, all right, the last part of our epi here, we have the prestigious. I'm pro, gonna video this pro uh, set uh, um, hockey cards yeah. here from '91, '92, the 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 uh, the year that everyone remembers when they had the '75 yeah. patch on their jerseys. And this this is a French. <clears throat> set not so like basically like, where'd you get it like well from the dollarama Saint Boniface? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i flew to montreal yeah so i'm gonna video it's like an unboxing here just a sec and action okay. okay so what i'm gonna do is uh there's 15 cards so i'm gonna open the pack and i'm gonna hide the pack i'm gonna split up like yeah you know seven and eight well, yeah. the last card will be the bonus card yeah but basically We'll take seven cards each, and then we'll we'll play the old war game, and basically, I don't know how we determine the winner is just yeah, kind just of kind of like, like it's on the general fly. consensus, yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe so. if we have to resort to the stats on the back, we will. Yeah, so let's crack. Oh, he's using his teeth to crack into this pack here. I he's, can't open it. It's really tight. The plastic uh, wrapping or foil wrapping, whatever. He's really got to get into there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pro sets locking these cards down. Um, there we go. There we go. He's in. All right. Okay. So, okay. Now he's hiding them. I'm gonna stop recording now. There we go. So all right. There's the pack. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Seven for Tommy. Okay. There we go. I just caught a glance of a one, wicked mullet on two, one of them. Three, four, five, six, six, seven. Yeah, and we got one leftover. So let's do the leftover card first. Okay. Just so we finish on an even note. So the leftover card is Peter Zezel. Zezel. You know what? The crazy thing about Peter Zezel is that he was in Youngblood. Nice. The movie Youngblood. Which you saw at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, just, uh, uh, rest in peace, Peter Zezel. Oh, he's passed away? He passed away, but oh. uh, he's forever yeah. immortalized in one of the greatest hockey movies ever. And Young on Blood. his pro set card. That's cool. Those are the classic Leaf jerseys. Yeah. With the armbands. So I think if they do a Heritage Classic, here's what I didn't mention when you asked me, should they right. do more yeah, Heritage yeah. Classics? Yeah. Yes, they should. You know where the next one should be? Hamilton at Tim Hortons Field. Yeah. And it should be Montreal, Toronto. And the Leafs Boom. should wear those jerseys right there with the white stripes down the side. Yeah. And Montreal should do whatever they want because they look good all the time. <laughs> Just wear whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wear your prackies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's get her going here. Okay. Okay. So uh, like I said, we'll reveal the card and we kind of just make the decision on the go. So yeah. we'll do the old one, two, three, war. Okay. One, one, two, two three, three, war. war. I got Dave Capuano of oh, the I got, Vancouver I got, Canucks. I think Scott I got Scotty Stevens, Stevens. Captain of the Blues. I think he takes that one. Scotty, well, you don't want to open ice body check no, from I this don't. guy. No, certainly not. Although Dave Capuano's Canucks jersey, those are the best jerseys. That's a pretty slick jersey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Scott Stevens. Okay. Next okay. One, one, two, two three, three, war. Oh, uh, oh, look at this guy. Oh, you win for sure. Doug Gilmore of the Flames. This guy's no slouch, though. Neil Broughton of the... Uh, Broughton. Broughton? Yeah. Of the Minnesota North Stars. Nice. 
And well, while we're talking alternate jerseys, why don't the Minnesota Wild ever bring those back? Those are slick. Yeah, I like the green ones more. But yeah, white still. Yeah, good. but that the that era there with the white with that with that N and the star. Boom. But yeah, Calgary uh, Flames, Doug Gilmore. I guess technically, could you say the Minnesota Wild could wear those jerseys too? Yeah, and I think it would be better if the Wild did than the Dallas Stars, to be honest. But you're the your Dougie, your boy Dougie Gilmore. There takes the, takes this round. Yeah, okay. okay, one, two, three, war. Oh, Patrick! Oh, wow. You clearly win that one. I got Daniel, Daniel Marois. <laughs> In a Leafs jersey, though. Yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah, but I mean Patrick Wah. Uh, well, he was mentioned last episode because he was traded along with our boy Mike Keane. That's right, yeah. To the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a classic Patty Roy shot. Look, they're playing the Bruins. Okay, so Montreal the, versus Boston. Oh, because the puck has a, the Bruins go, logo yeah. on it. Nice, yeah. So Cool. Roi, making the save there. Patrick Roi. Okay. Okay. Three, one. two, one, war. war. Oh, oh, you win, but look at my guy. <laughs> That's actually a really close one. Yeah. So, you but win. for different reasons. He had 76 goals. Yeah, one I mean, season. Alex, so I have Alexander McGillney, a uh, Russian superstar, in this card playing for the Buffalo Sabres. You've got Marty McSorley. Fun fact about Marty LA McSorley Kings. he was in the movie Bad Boys. Oh, you just got all the movie stars then. You <laughs> yeah. uh, win yeah. that one. But McGillney... But McSorley played a big part of hockey oh, for a long time. He's got a couple cups. Yeah. Yeah. So... McGillney, uh, I don't think he has any cups. Also infamous for a very unfortunate reason, the, the, yeah. the lumberjack chop on uh, Brashear's head. Yeah. Was it Brashear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He went uh, He went head-hounding in there with his stick. Yeah. Lost his temper. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Three, two, two one, one, four. Oh, oh. I've, I've oh you win, Paul Eisberg. He was a he was a former Winnipeg Jet. The only how many why like Eiserman Eiserbert. But this the is wings, this is the this wings is, just got him on his name alone. This eh? is Y Z Y S. Yeah, Eiserman's yeah, Y Z. Yeah, but you got Cam, got Neely. Cam Neely or the Boston Bruins. But you know, by this time he was probably close to being retired almost oh, yeah. already. Eh. And fun fact about Cam Neely, he was in the movie Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that's a fun fact kick that's... his ass Ebass. what yeah that's right that's cam neely that's right yeah oh i love it yeah okay next one okay two, two one, one go oh 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 we're close we both have all oh no i'm not an all-star well we both have canucks but one is wearing an all-star jersey and one's wearing the just normal canucks jersey You've got Igor Larionov. One of the classic Russians. Yeah, he was one of the, cla- yeah, like the first wave of Russians that came over, sort of, eh? Oh, yeah. Um, but originally, maybe Detroit, and Look then that came to Vancouver after? Wow, that is good. <laughs> but Lin- Linden Lally. had like a longer storied career. Yeah. No cups. Larionov, would he have a cup with Detroit? Detroit? Maybe. Because this is pre-Detroit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. I had to HDB that. But Trevor Linden is one of, if not, well, he's not, but he's one of my favorite players of all time. Really? He kind of had an him. unfortunate GM career. Yeah. Yeah. But really, hey. Yeah. But look at this. Wearing number 17 on the All-Star squad. Um, Those are classic All-Star jerseys, He should too. be number 16, but he's wearing a 17 there. Well, you know who was probably 16? Is Yeah. Yeah. The, Probably. The party animal. <laughs> if you, if <laughs> oh, you saw shotgun any, and yeah. Bud Lights or whatever. All right, last card. Yeah. And three, two, one, war. Oh, I think I win. 
Messier. Yeah, you do. I got John Cullen. Still good. Not a good bad player. Pl- I mean, he's an all-star for the Mar- Hawks. Mark Messier rocking the Louisville TPS stick. Oh, no, that's stick. just where the... Wheeling up the ice. Whalers. He was a Hartford Whaler. Bob, uh, Bill Ranford behind him. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> Ranny. Uh, unfortunately, all the text on the back of these cards is in French. Yeah. So uh, we we'll can't We'll have to read get it. our intern to translate <laughs> that. We'll get him to type it up and Google translate it to English. Well, that was like... That, that was, was pretty, pretty good. solid. Yeah. yeah. I'm take That's it a good pack. Around. Good pack. Nice. The the um, the French 1991-92 Pro Set pack. So that was awesome. Great packs. So cards. next next week we'll go back to the YouTube guess the ending sure. segment. Yeah. But uh, every other week we'll be doing the hockey card war. Yeah. We'll be sourcing our hockey cards from wherever we can find them. Yeah, we'll try and find sweet new packs to open. Got to find old some packs some, or some upper decks. Some we had some classic score cards there last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. Bowman. Uh, yeah. But uh, I guess looking ahead, the Jets are on the road here for three games. By the time we record our next episode, we'll look back on those three games. We'll yeah. have uh, a brand new uh, wearing the pants question for Tommy. We'll have a, obviously the, a brand all the fun segments that you've grown to know and love here. The... Uh, coming up in the future, I'm taking a little road trip to UND to go watch a hockey game there, and Sweet. I can file. Oh, a little, I, I'm gonna need some reports filed. For I, sure. I might have to file a report or two, and maybe <laughs> eat a hot dog and oh, yeah. meet a little puppy or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, any final words here, Tommy? Uh, no, just thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like the show, give it a good review on Apple Podcasts. Put the stars up. Put the review in there, whatever. Share with your friends. Uh, and and come on back next week for another episode of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. And in the meantime, keep your stick on the ice and go to the net. Good things will happen. See you next week, folks. All right. <laughs>